Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. As the Nationals are a strike away from franchise history and some World Series history. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! It's not a dream! It's not a desert mirage! It's Lord Stanley! And he is coming to Washington! Oh, great crossover. Got him. That's called getting put on skates. Down to two, down to one, and the Washington football team with the upset in Pittsburgh. Handing the Steelers their first loss of the season, coming back from 14-0 down. What a win. The show by the fans for the fans. Covering all four major sports in the District of Champions. It's the DC Crossover Podcast with your hosts, Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson. Hello and welcome to episode 154 of the DC Crossover. I'm Ben Simpson. That is Mike Cerrone. Glad to be back. Glad to have you with us for the start of football season you can find the show on twitter at the dc crossover and for mike's twitter at or i guess x whatever it is now at Cerrone 16 uh and then of course the youtube channel dc crossover oh, yeah. podcast you can find the full video episodes and of course the talk uh dc crossover podcast on tick talk uh yes we are back took Surprised a little break you remember Obviously, all that <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> this the steel trap up here. This brain of mine. I, I can remember that, and then like I can't remember where I put my keys. Um, we are back. Uh, it's it's been a while. I mean, there, look, the reality is there really hasn't been much going on in DC sports over the last month or so. Uh, so now there is as football is back. Uh, college football, pro football, obviously kicking off this Thursday as my Detroit Lions. Oh yeah, uh, start the season off for the NFL, but. Uh, so we decided now would be a great time to to come back. And, and we'll, of course, we'll be with you all uh, football season long talking about the Commanders, uh, giving you kind of our reactions like a day later or so, depending on kind of when the game is, and uh, and, and sharing some of our thoughts on the Commanders games and, and all, all of uh, pro football and, and also some college insights as well because of course us being the degenerate gamblers we are we're <laughs> going to be giving out picks we got we got a lot of new stuff to talk about on on the show today mike we've got a new uh survivor challenge we got some nfl sweats we got a lot to get into but first let's catch up a little bit i Banner. wanted to uh you know find out how things have been going and uh before we dive into all the ways we're going to lose money on, right uh, on this NFL season. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it, it's been a, a little while. I mean, I know we came back sometime in July, and like we were like, all right, let's get back after it and whatnot. And that was after the cruise and everything. But uh, you know, it's just kind of been kind of crazy um, because obviously, as you know, I coach high school golf, and golf season is is nuts because it starts in the end of July. So it's like right. every single day I'm at the golf course, which is not bad because when I can you know, get on the courses for free for the team, I get to play too. So it's I, great you know, perk. yeah, I'll, I'll take that all day. And then I went on a golf trip, um, near the uh, middle of July and everything like that. So, you know, like you said, we definitely felt like this was the time, uh, obviously to come back because, you know, we plan on it in the first place, but, um, you know, obviously you moving and different things of that nature. It's just been kind of a hectic last, uh, we'll say two or three months, uh, for the most part. But like you said, Start of the NFL season, we want to be our, make our picks and all that kind of stuff, and you know it's also having some things look up uh, that we really wanted to come back and talk about as well, which we'll get into in the coming weeks uh, with the Nats and you know drafting Dylan Cruz as we previously uh, yeah. talk, uh, talked about, 
uh, in one of the last few episodes, and uh, and obviously uh, Robert Wood and all these different guys, or excuse me, James Wood and Robert Hassel and all these different guys that are uh, coming down the pipeline for the Nats, which we'll get into probably later in the MLB season, probably about a month from now or so. Uh, but overall, it's you know it's it's definitely going to be fun because you know we were talking about it off air and we were trying to figure out what kind of things you know we could do as a as a show and all that kind of jazz. Um, but uh, just in general, it's definitely been uh, a crazy last couple months. But just to start off, I wanted to talk about uh, my gripe with Costco still. So okay, I'm I'm thinking about here's the thing I'm thinking about getting a Costco uh, Visa card. Um, oh, uh, not you're not talking about a membership card. You're talking about no. an actual Costco credit card. Yes. So what 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 are the benefits of the Costco credit card? So you get like cash back, and you get like four four okay. percent for the first year or something like that for gas and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's great and all, and it'll obviously okay. make me go get gas at Costco because sometimes I use the the Upside app and I have like a hundred and thirty dollars oh, yeah. on there and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but the problem I have with Costco, and you, you'll kind of get a kick out of this. So the first things first is there was no carts in like the area readily available to use. So I had to like go back in the parking lot to go find a cart. And oh. yeah. wait, wait. So you're saying you 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 park, you walk in to the where yeah. and you know, there's that big area yeah, where yeah, usually yeah. there's rows and rows and rows of carts right. waiting for you to snap them up and go. Zero. Zippy. Um, Zippy, Cero, I wow. think they say in uh, Spanish. Um, that is, wow. and, <laughs> and I was like, "All right." And then I saw a couple people like talking to that first person greeter. They were like, yeah. "Where are your carts?" Like, you know, obviously they're either being used or they're out in the parking lot. Yeah, I mean, while that that guy has nothing to do with anything, he's there just saying hello, making sure you got you you got to do your little flash of the membership card, yeah. make sure you're allowed in. Whoa, 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 buddy! Yeah, let yeah. me see the card before I let you in. And, here. and the best he part has is nothing to do with the card. They don't he's even the bouncer. They don't even check the cards half the time. They just see like a Costco card that could be a library card. That's you know a library yeah. called Costco. And they as long as as long as your card has like the same color scheme. <laughs> as the Costco card, yeah, because they, they, you're right. Like you just have to flash it, and they're just like, "Yep." They just give you the nod. Like, so, <laughs> yeah, the little nod. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the best part about it was, so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go back out in the zoo, which is the parking lot at Chantilly, because um, that's like the go-to Costco that I go to nowadays, because it's, it's a little bit closer to where I live and all that kind of stuff." Um, but the biggest thing about it was, I go back out in the, in the jungle, and I get a cart, and I, I go on in. And I'm perusing and everything like that. But like there are people out there, and, and I, I've heard this been said a million times where it's like an outing for families. Like oh, yeah. people say, like, like, think about like, hey, we're going to the movies. Some families say, hey, we're going to Costco. And it's like, I don't understand though. I mean, you have kids running around grabbing like samples of like, you know, baked potatoes or whatever the hell they're making right, in those right, microwaves. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, like they're like, no, we need your adult over here to grab a sample. And then they're like running back. And I mean, they're like literally zigzagging back and forth. Like they're running away from a alligator or something. And it's a zoo. No, you're right. A zoo is a perfect way to describe. I mean, it's a zoo with like no cages. That's what it is. (laughs) It's like, because the animals are running. Yeah. Ever. And and that's the thing. It's like when I was a kid, because yeah, I did go with my dad to Costco every now and then. Yeah. But like, it wasn't a preferred like destination like i would have loved to just stay at home like there was no probably the only time i went was maybe the other my other parent like maybe my mom wasn't around so my dad was like oh i gotta bring him to costco right. so he's not at home by himself setting the house on fire <laughs> but like it's not even i mean from a kid's perspective costco just seems insane it's just a gigantic warehouse you could <laughs> oh, yeah. easily get lost i mean i feel like we've all gotten lost in a costco at some point because yeah. the aisles are so long and like you could just you know, next thing you know your 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 dad's in the where the milk is uh, <laughs> and you're you're suddenly outside you know, <laughs> where the carts are you're like how did this happen yeah and, uh, and the best part is terrifying. like the aisles aren't like a aisle at like shoppers or giant or whatever where it says like one two it's like a 76 <laughs> you're like yeah. well, where am i right now like i'm next to these pots and pans and all of a sudden there's a lantern next to me um yeah. so so i get in there right and and these people that are just like using this as like a like a holiday they go out there and, and meanwhile like you said you know i was always the guy where i knew my mom went to costco and she was always like one of the first people there she would come sure. out and then all of a sudden I would be there home ready to empty the seven wa- seven cases of water she got. I was oh, the yeah. water guy. I was a water boy. Um, 
And then all of a sudden, anyways, fast forwarding to now when I'm an adult uh, and I go into Costco. I just put one AirPod in so I can listen to something and if someone texts me, my phone's in my pocket. No, no, the AirPod is a move. I do the same thing in my grocery store. Yeah, and, I always have an AirPod in. And, and that's the biggest thing is I went in there and there are people just like walking slow, just like looking up like they were looking at it like at stars or something. Oh, you're in a museum. Yeah. Well, for some <laughs> yeah, people. seriously. Yeah. They're looking at like monkeys or something. And then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm, I'm walking around and saying like, like, get out of my way. Like, I'm just trying to yeah. get down to the – and then all of a sudden, I forgot to get something, so I had to go back against traffic, which, which was like even three worse. miles. Yeah. you got to travel three <laughs> miles to go get something there. No, you want, you want your steps. You go to a Costco. Oh, jeez, sure. Louise. I mean, yeah, see, I'm I'm a, I'm a, a Sunday morning it's, – it's like clockwork. Every Sunday morning, I get up early. I mean, for, you know, early for me, so like 7, you know, something like that. And, like, uh, I go to my – Local grocery store, not not a Costco. Uh, hey, member. let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Um, I mean, it's the. It's not going to be hard to guess. Is it giant? Yeah, it has I to knew be. it. Yeah, I big, knew it from where you big live. Big G, the big G. The big so G. I, the, I go, the OG. It's, a, it's it's like basically across the street from me. I get up, I go. It's quiet. There's not that many people there. People, uh, I've got the same lady who bags my groceries uh, every single Sunday morning. What's her name? And and, and the I, that's that's the best part. <laughs> We don't know each other's names. We don't necessarily have to have a conversation, but we have an understanding. Okay. It's like, you know, hello, it's Sunday morning. Like, usually there'll be like one line. Like, like uh, yesterday I was like, hope you have a great holiday weekend. I hope you get some time off. She's like, I actually have tomorrow off. And I go, great. Have a lot of fun. Great. And that's it. That's it. The rest of the time is her spending time organizing my groceries Boop. the exact right way. Boop. And exactly. She's a wizard at it. She always, everything always fits somehow. It all always fits in my little bags that I bring. It's great. And, and it's quiet and it's it's pretty empty that, that time of morning on a Sunday. So I have the AirPods in. I'm usually yeah. listening to. My favorite part now is now I listen to college football podcasts that recap Saturday games. Nice. They release the, the release episodes super late Saturday. So Sunday morning, it's right there for me. I, I love it. It's a great ex- I usually get myself a couple donuts from the oh, bakery. They're fresh. They look great. Fresh donuts. They do look great. Um, and it's it's a wonderful experience. See, you're meanwhile, you're uh, you know, trying to part the seas at Costco and you've got, you know, 500 Vietnamese families wandering <laughs> around and I'm I'm taking my time casually through the aisles. Oh, did I forget something? Well, guess what? It's a giant. So I only have to reach back like 10 feet to go get what I forgot. <laughs> and then I have my lovely experience with the, the lady at the at the register and, and we're good to go. It's it's a lovely see I, I couldn't do the Costco thing. Costco is too stressful for me. It's just there's too much going on. There's too many people. <laughs> and the best part was so I had enough big things where I was like, I don't feel like being that guy because I've done this, the self-checkout there before. Self-checkout's Oof. pretty easily or e- easily okay. done, I should say, when it comes to Costco because you know you can just you know go through pretty quickly and stuff like that. You don't have to bag everything. Obviously, you have to get the stupid Clorox box or something like that right. uh, to stuff it in. But the biggest thing about it was I was like, all right, I'm going to go through the main aisle uh, of, of the uh, checkout lines and you know have them help me out a little bit. So I go through... I get it all done. I'm I'm sweating head to toe because it's apparently a thousand degrees in there, uh, because yesterday was was blazing hot and it's going to be hotter tomorrow and the day it's after. Be like a hundred degrees tomorrow yeah, or can't, something. Can't, can't wait. So get this, you know how they always have the exit people at Costco, right? They check the receipt. And yes. They, yeah, I mean, it's a long. Make sure you don't fit a TV in between your milk cartons. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part was is that the lines were backed up. So all of a sudden I'm sitting there, you know, I'm like, all right, come on now, let's let's, let's speed this process up a little bit. We all know you don't check it, um, yeah. you know, they, like you said, they, they they see if you actually have an Apple computer in there, a Mac. That's or the only like thing that. they care about. Like if you throw in an extra container of grapes, they're not really <laughs> losing a whole lot. But yeah, if you, if the guy's throwing three iMacs in there <laughs> underneath <laughs> the, the Cheeto box, I, I think there's a problem there. <laughs> so the problem was is that the first, you know, three people that were in front of me. You know, the guy was, I mean, he, he was just doing the check mark. Doom, 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 doom. Just nice, writing down the check nice. mark. Then he gets to me, and it was like I was getting, sh- like, I was at, like, the U.S.-Mexican border, and I was getting sh- sure. shaken down. Like, dude, the guy literally, I was there for almost a minute. Like, a full minute. And I was, like, sweating. You just look like one of those guys, I guess, that's going to steal from the store. <laughs> I, I literally had, 
rotisserie chicken, which is a five dollar deal. That's the best deal in the world. Right. Okay. I had uh, paper towels. I had uh, you know Advil and like a few other things. But I went off to the side. Here's the here's the thing. I went off to the side after the checkout line and packed it all up into a couple boxes, and uh, so I could have an easier time carrying it in. And all of a sudden, the guy like he starts looking at me. Like he go, he looks down and then looks up, and we're, we're like, "Oh, there he goes, there he goes." <laughs> Sorry, sneezing like crazy. There. And then all of a sudden, he looks up at me, and I look at him, and we're like deadlocked eyes for at least five to ten seconds. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what are you looking at me for? I mean, first of all, it's a two hundred eighty-seven dollar order. Let's be right. real here. If I'm stealing an iMac or a, 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 you know, AirPods or something like that, I'm not going to spend $300 right, right, right. You know, on paper towels. So he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and he looks down, and then he starts moving all of my stuff oh, around. Is, I'm like, dude, I just, pa- I just packed the Franks and the, the, the uh, ranch. I just packed all that stuff, and you're moving it around now. And it was all snug and feeling good. And then all of a sudden, this guy's moving it around. And I'm like, Ezekiel, like, dude, you got, like, he had a name tag. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, That's an interesting, <laughs> uh, interesting insult. <laughs> I was like, dude, like, what are you doing, man? Like, stop moving my chicken around and just <laughs> let me go. Like, what is he trying to, find? what does he think that you're stealing at this point? I, I like, don't know. What, what would you, it was yeah. the bare essentials. The bare essentials were in there. I mean, like I said, I had uh, maybe 16 items. I had paper towels. I had turkey. I had chicken. I had a rotisserie chicken. I had Advil. I had Coke Zero. I mean, I'm, I'm like the main essentials. And this guy is literally yeah. looking at me like a teacher that is over your shoulder that says, hey, everybody, hopefully you guys read the questions all over again. And like, also, <laughs> you're taking a test. If you were stealing, what's he going to do about it? He's not a cop. Yeah. Like, what is he gonna? Yeah, what, what is what's he gonna, he gonna chase do? chase me down? It's like yeah, I can't no. even get out of this parking lot because you got people holding their blinkers on in the parking lot waiting oh, for someone yeah. to load up their 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 flowers. Like, oh my god, it was like that's a, a whole other experience. The Costco parking lot is like, dude, its own its own traumatizing yeah. thing because yeah, nobody knows how to drive in that lot. Everybody is uh, waiting for somebody. I mean, like they'll be parked outside your car. You're still inside, and they're like sitting there waiting <laughs> for the spot, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for you to leave. Like, I just got here. Yeah, it was nuts because like these people are loading up their car, and I'm like zigzagging through it. And I'm like, I'm like, look at this this old lady over here, just like waiting for the spot. There's a spot five spots down the, down the aisle here, and you're still waiting. Either way, it was just a. I mean, and my mom makes fun of me all the time because this old fetch is like, well, you shouldn't go to that Costco in the first place. And I'm like, mom, I, I'm not, I'm not experienced. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't really mind it. But because I have my my AirPod in or whatever, and I'm just sitting there, right. just like jamming out or whatever, and just doing my thing. Um, and also, I'm like a good like zigzagger, so I can zigzag through people pretty well. Now, I'm not the guy that's like you're going normal speed, and he has to like run past you, like because he he's gets annoyed. Yeah. The, the quick shoppers, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. ones that like, yeah, yeah, like I like, oh, I just came in to get a bag of lettuce or something like that. The guy's like, trying to like set a record. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, if I you guess. really need to come get tomatoes, why don't you just go to Giant? Like, it's it's not that yeah. hard. Uh, so it's that's the biggest thing is like I was like this was a nut job yesterday. It's right right in front of uh, Labor Day, but at the same time it was just it, it was it was crazy, dude. Like it was no it, it was Costco is insane. No, it really is. It, it is one of the craziest places. And but obviously, like you can get five hundred you know pieces of cake for three dollars. Like that's why people go to Costco. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can get that bulk buy. That bulk buy is key. It, it is it is crazy. But um, yeah, I. Still not a Costco member for now. We'll see how things change, you know, as I get further into parenthood. And then next thing you know, it's like, man, I really do need to buy the big giant jug of cheese balls because, you know, <laughs> giant isn't quite cutting it anymore. Well, dude, I, I ended up getting 35 Coke Zeros, 35 uh, cans of Coke Zero right. for $17. Yeah, that, I mean that's it's it's great. That's why you go. It's that's why you go good. to Costco. Like that's that's the. Meanwhile, I'm paying like five hundred dollars for bananas at Giant because like <laughs> everything's so expensive now at the grocery. But, you you, you, uh, you got to get the visa the visa card though. I'm I'm looking into getting okay. it because it's okay. It's obviously a Costco card still, so it's included right. into the price. But the thing about it is, my mom told me about this where you get like four percent cash back, you get rewards, you get all this kind of stuff, but you still get to shop at Costco. 
and you get okay. cash back for okay. gas, which you usually don't for all these different rewards programs. But there's your tip out there. Screw all the betting advice we give you. There's your tip right there. Costco, right. Visa, credit card. That's what you need. Yeah. Uh, we'll move into the the meat of the program here. We'll start with um, obviously with, with with the season coming up here. Mike and I were looking at just like we did with baseball, where we did these sweats throughout the season. Which I think you you had reported <laughs> that um, our the Royals are the one that tanked our sweat. Yeah, they right? really effed like. us. Yeah, I mean, because they just moved into the last, like, the, they're the last place team in all of baseball now, and we needed them to get to what sixty, 60 wins yeah. or something. I'm, and lo- they have, I'm like, looking no it up shot. right now. I'm looking it up right now. The problem is that you know the Royals weren't even projected to be last in their division. And they're just, right. I mean, literally, they, they are god-off. I mean, they're winning like two out of ten games every time. So right now, we had the Tigers getting 60 wins. They're at 63. Yeah, they're at 63. Cha-ching. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you had uh, going into the National League, you had the Reds at 71, Pirates at 63. So they're all winners. Uh, and then you had the um, the Rockies. They're at 50. So they still have a shot to get there. Um, yeah, they got a shot. At the same time, 10 games. But then, obviously, like you said, the Royals, who are at 43 <laughs> games. And, they, I mean, again, every single time I look at their record, I checked it like every week. Every single time I looked at it, they're like, oh, their last 10, they're 2-8. and eight. It's like there was one. So they played 139 games. Yeah. So they have 23 left. Is they they got to win 17 thing? of those. Or, or is it 33 left? I, I don't know the math. Um, now it wasn't a huge payout though. I mean, it was only twenty bucks right. for like like two hundred. But at the same time, you know, we didn't expect the Royals out of all those teams to be the ones that screwed us. Yeah, I mean, that that's that's awful. I mean, that's a really bad season for 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 the Royals. I mean, the Rockies, okay, yeah, fifty wins. They still they still have a chance. But man, they the Royals screwed us here. But now we're hoping that these teams don't screw us because we're yes. looking at some year long. Division sweat bet parlays here, so I'll let you run through yours. The uh, the AFC. I mean, we're gonna we're both betting on both of these, but the AFC, and then I'll 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 deliver my NFC sweats. So the bets have been placed. We have already placed them pre-show. Yeah. Um, and mine's a little bit more uh, ballsy, I guess you could say. But I'd love sure. the sweats. I love the sweats. People make fun of me when I use the word sweat, but it's a it's it's a great word because you were literally sweating out the bet and. For the AFC, I went with a few different uh, avenues when it comes to who you're going to bet on because there's been a lot of different, I guess you could say there's been a lot of different um, uh, moves and all the teams and who's on the teams, different things of that nature. So the first team I'm going to go with, I'm going to do the chalk, which I didn't have it at first, Ben. I will say that. The Cincinnati Bengals, I am taking them. Uh, they're about like plus one uh, eighty or something of that nature. Yeah. Um. My my DraftKings isn't working right now, so I don't know why. Um. But at the same time, they're like plus one eighty or so. Um. So I took them because I don't believe in the Ravens too too much. Uh. The Browns definitely not. They've not shown me no. anything. But I was looking at the Steelers. I was looking at the Steelers because the hype around Kenny Pickett and George Pickens has been you know through the through the roof. So sure. you're you're thinking about it and saying, okay. George Pickens, everyone's saying that he's going to be the next big thing. I love me some Deontay Johnson. Uh, so what's going to happen? And also, I've seen one of the sleepers is the backup uh, running back for the Steelers, who I'm uh, I'm spacing on the name right now, uh, who might be a, a good play uh, for fantasy owners as well. So if you're looking at the Steelers, I was possibly going to have them at plus 500, but I was like, I don't know. I just think that there's too many. That's uh, Jalen Warren. Yeah, Jalen Warren. There you go. Yeah. Um, and just for the, all you fantasy owners out there, I got a draft tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow night, which is my first draft in like six years, but it's with the, right, it's with right. my golf team that I coach, so it doesn't really mean anything because there's no money in it. <laughs> so so whatever, um, just something to do. Yeah, you probably get in trouble for doing that if there was money. In yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll keep that on the DL. Um, but then all of a sudden, I just went with the with the chalk with the Bengals. So the Bengals, okay. pretty pretty simple, pretty simple. It's like yeah. plus one eighty or whatever. They're somewhat favored over the Ravens. Next up, I'm going to look at the AFC South. So the AFC South, I went with the chalk. I went with the Jags. I think Trevor Lawrence, yeah. you know, T Law is going to go up there and and just basically nobody else is really going to go and take yeah, that. Yeah, the Colts and the Texans are probably going to get a top five pick next year, and the Titans, like they're always talking about Mike Vrabel, but Mike Vrabel isn't playing on the field, so I'm not going to go with them. So I went with the Jags. They were they were a favorite. 
uh, in there as well. But going along, I'll move on to the AFC East. I went with the Jets. I went yeah, with the Jets. This is where you get a little spicy. Yes, yes, spicy. A little bit, a little bit of cayenne in there. Um, so I ended up going with the Jets. You know, cooking a little bit because of the sole fact that I think that you know Lazard being added to the mix uh, with um, with uh, uh, Chris, not Chris Olave. What's what's the other one's name? I'm spacing on it right now. Um, uh, Garrett Wilson. Sorry, I was I, yeah. I, I, I was spacing on it. I mean, we're not in the football mode yet, so that's that's the yeah. problem. Uh, so with Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, who's always has always been a good, and then Uzama, DJ Uzama, who was on the uh, the um, Bengals, who was a pretty solid uh, tight end. Now he's over with the Jets as well. Uh, so you're looking at it and saying. They could fight with the Bills, and I did like the plus like two thirty or whatever it was on DraftKings uh, for the Jets. It boosted it up a lot for the overall payout, and I also think the Bills are going to suffer a little bit with Tremaine Edmonds being uh, at, at, you know gone from their team because he was like the field general, and uh, now he's not on the squad anymore. And then sure. moving on to the last team that I got for our AFC sweats. I got the Chargers. I got the Chargers. I know winning. you like some some Justin oh, Herbert. I love that's me some Herbie. Sure. That's your that's your guy. Herb, Herbie fully loaded. Herbie fully loaded. Yeah. <laughs> I got the uh, they got the Chargers in this one because if you think about it, the Chargers lost that huge lead to the Jags in the playoffs, and also looking at them against the Chiefs, they basically went out there and had two games that was like within four points uh, against right. against the top dog. So I just think when you're looking at the Chargers, and also I looked at the Chiefs's. Uh, you know, Darius Tony is like one of their best receivers. I was like, I'm not really too thrilled with the Chiefs receiving core, um, but I will go with the Chargers uh, in that AFC West. So if you're looking at the overall bet, we put $10 each into it. So $20 pays $1,139.50. So that would yeah. be a nice split for both of us. Definitely a nice payout there. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like it. I, I think... The Jets are an interesting one um, just because, yeah, I, I think we don't really know fully what we're going to see from Rodgers this year. Right. Um, but I think they're 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 kind of a sleeper pick that I think some people are starting to go towards. So I, I like that one. The rest of them fully in agreement on, on those. Um, so, yeah, I like the AFC sweat. NFC sweat, nothing too special here. A lot of chalk. I mean, Eagles in the NFC East – uh, I mean, what are you going to pick? The Cowboys to win the division? No, yeah. definitely not the Giants. Commanders will hopefully be there soon, but I don't think this is going to be the season for that. Um, so, yeah, went with the Eagles there, kind of obvious favorites. NFC West, uh, I went Niners. I think, uh, yeah. you know, we yeah. obviously, uh, that's another one where I don't really see a whole lot of argument against that in that division. NFC North, I went with my boys. There they Detroit are. Detroit Lions there. They're in plus money to win the division right now. Um, you know, uh, they're the favorite. I'm, I'm going to take them. And then NFC South, this is an interesting one. I think the two teams people are kind of thinking will contend are, are the Falcons and the Saints uh, for the division title. You could kind of flip a coin. I went Falcons because they had the plus money. Um, Saints were, I think, minus 100-something. So went with the Falcons. All in all, not as big of a payout. Uh, it's about half of kind of what we're looking at with the AFC one, but still uh, plus 2180. We're looking at around 580 buck total payout. So, I mean, I, I uh, agree. I agree with all those picks though. That's the thing is you look yeah. at it and I, and I mentioned to you off air that the AFC is a little bit more tight knit when it comes to all the teams in the division. They don't have really a, a huge favorite besides the chiefs, but you're looking at it and saying all those are pretty solid choices. And for yeah. twenty dollars to win five eighty is pretty good paid as well. So, and also I want to mention with the Chargers as well that Kellen Moore is now the offensive coordinator over there. And they always said that the offense was kind of like sputtering over what they had, but Kellen Moore, who was the offensive coordinator and had Dak kind of lighten it up for a couple years, is now over in San Diego. That's going to be a huge boost for them as well. Um, but uh, I mean, overall, it's definitely going to be one of those times where if you want to check out the sweats. These are some sweats that we're putting in. So, again, AFC, Jags, Bengals, Jets, Chargers, and then Ben chose the NFC, which is the Falcons, Eagles, Niners, and Lions. Let's end, Speaking of NFL stuff, let's let's stick with that, and, and let's finally talk a little Commanders. Obviously, the season is steadily approaching. We're about six days, just under a week away from the Commanders and Cardinals kicking off at 1 p.m. on Fox. I've got my 
YouTube TV ready to go for the season. I'm excited for that. So, hey, what's um, what's the deal with this, though? Like, what's the deal with the Sunday ticket? Because, obviously, as you know, Jess is a Steelers fan, and I was looking into that, and I saw it was, like, 280 or something like that for the year. I'm not exactly sure, like, how that It depends. There were a couple different, like, packages going around. But, yeah, I mean, usually a Sunday ticket. I mean, I remember when I was getting it back in the day in college, like, because um, you, you'd get like a student one and stuff, right. but it, w- it was usually somewhere around three hundred bucks for the full season. So it's just like, you know, all the games that aren't on you know major cable. So like you'll you know, you know, just like for me, it was always big with the Lions because the Lions are never usually on national TV. So you know, I'd always watch Lions games through that. Um, so you know, as long as the game's not, and I, since I have YouTube TV and I get the regular cable games, I'll be watching those too. But I just mean that's just what it is. It's just like you know, in order to watch any of those outside market games, you have to have Sunday Ticket. Um, but I know NFL also is doing that, like NFL Plus on the app, mm. where you like could also, and that's definitely cheaper. Where you can, I think, watch out of market games on your phone, but you can't watch it really like on the TV, I guess, unless you cast it. I don't know. But I would look at either NFL Plus through the NFL app or, yeah, yeah, Sunday Ticket is what I have. So, um, But, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for, obviously, the Lions' first game of the year will be on national TV. They're the only ones playing. But, um, you know, Commanders, as far as Commanders go, this is, this is an interesting year for the Commanders, obviously. I mean, I think um, there's a lot of hype as far as just not for a team to, like, win it all here. But um, there's a lot of hype around this organization, kind of what – the new regime will bring into play here, Josh Harris, and kind of like how different the game day experience will be this season versus seasons past. Like I know they've already been, you know, some of the sponsors are coming back now. You've got, you know, um, all, like some of the vendors and beer vendors coming back. You've got, um, you know, different deal. You know, they're going to be running a bunch of different promotions and deals, and they're just trying to get the fans back to the stadium that had swore off FedEx because of Dan Snyder. Right. And I think, uh, I mean, supposedly this first game is going to be pretty well attended. I think it's already predicted to be a sellout at this point, um, which is awesome. I mean, uh, you know, obviously that's going to look really good on TV to have a full crowd. But uh, I guess the big there, there's a lot of question marks still around this team, and that's what we can kind of get into. Here, I mean, the the number one question mark, of course, is going to be Sam Howell. I mean, we're we're talking about a guy who we're looking at like half a game, you know, from last year, whatever, uh, whatever, how much he played on that final game last season was basically won him the job uh, from for for the future here, um, and he's he's looked pretty good. Uh, obviously, like the team's super super high on him, um, but I think there's going to be a lot of what are we going to get from Sam Howell this year that we weren't getting from Heineke? Uh, the guy's 22. Um, you know, he's, so he, he's not, you know, he's not 19 years old or anything like that. He's, but still he's only played in one game, right? I mean like that, he's, he's, that's it. Now he had a great game. I mean, three touchdowns or whatever, but, um, I, I'm just interested to see like what, uh, you know, are we going to get the Sam Howell that everyone thinks we're going to be getting? Or is it going to be a situation where, like, oh, this guy isn't necessarily going to save our franchise? <laughs> that, that, that's a big question. Right, and that's the that's the biggest thing is, like you're saying, uh, with he's only played one game in the NFL. Now, he did have a lot of college experience, but everyone knows that college is different than the NFL. Uh, it's right. a lot faster. and it, it, It's the exact same. Like, I go back and I play college lacrosse, and the funny thing about it is, is when you go up to a certain level – you're not playing with, say, in my experience, just high school kids anymore. You're playing with a lot of the better players from all their high schools. Uh, you right. know, And this is a situation where you're playing with NFLers now. You're not playing with this guy that got a preferred walk-on spot or something of that nature. So it's going to be a lot different. And you're looking at some of the defenses that he has to face uh, when it comes to early in the season. I mean, you're facing Buffalo. Now, again, I already mentioned that you know Tremaine Edmonds is not on the team anymore and all that kind of stuff for Buffalo, but they still got some good – I mean, Tredarius uh, – is it Tredarius White? I think it's Tredarius, right? I, know, I think so. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, you know, he's a good corner. Then you got Denver with uh, Zertan and uh, and all, all the guys on their defense. And then, obviously, Philadelphia's defense is pretty damn good. So – you're going to see him get kind of a warm-up game for Arizona, which is good. Maybe give his confidence up. But I think overall that he was a steal in the fifth round. And everyone's giving the hype and everyone's talking about, you know, uh, you know, it's Sam Howell. Like, you know, some people are saying that he's – 
the worst quarterback in the league or the worst quarterback in the division or whatever the hell it may be. But in my perspective, I think that he's got a good group around him. I think the culture is now changing, obviously, as you mentioned, with Snyder out. And that brings a different type of energy, I guess you could say, to the team, to the organization, to the facilities, all that kind of stuff. So I think the Arizona game is a godsend because it actually gives him like, hey, this is real-time action. I'm playing a full game, this and that, whatever. But then how are you going to you know, react when you have to play Denver? How are you going to react when you play Buffalo yeah. and then Philly and all these kind of – and then you have prime time against Chicago. So it really comes down to I think the barrier is going to be week maybe nine uh, around that time where you're about halfway through the season and see how this team is performing because if he's performing pretty well, then – Okay, you know, let's let's ride it out. But if he's not, then it's like we're taking two steps back again because now Jacoby Brissett is playing, and then yeah. and then, <laughs> then, then he then he's. I mean, we didn't lose that much because the fifth round pick. But at the same time, it's like, what's really going to happen? And no one knows. That's the problem. Is I mean, even Ron, he did he did, he didn't even know. If you go back to his <laughs> clips, I mean, Ron didn't even know. He's like, oh, I, I, I never saw this guy before. And it's like he's been on your team for an entire year. Uh, so uh, he's just that guy's a buffoon. But anyway, I guess I guess the good thing the good thing for Howell is it's all it's it's pretty much all the same guys as last year. Yeah. So like you know yeah. he 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 worked with these guys in practice. He worked with Terry McLaurin, Dotson, Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas. Like these are all the same guys. It's not like he's working with a whole new you know wide receiver core or things like that. Um, you know he he's still working with Antonio Gibson and, yeah. and Robinson in the backfield. So I and then even the line itself like. You know, Cosme's there, Leno, Leno's there, Sadiq Charles is Wiley, there. So they like, picked up Wiley. So, I mean, the, the line's not great, but the, the but as, no. you, as you're saying, though, they still got some veterans on the line that, that can help him out. Yeah. So, like, he, he sh- in theory, he should be comfortable with this offense. He should, be com- he should be comfortable with the guys that he's throwing to because he, were, uh, even though he only you know played in one game last year, we know he had reps in practice throwing to these guys. Obviously, so you know there there's there's that, and so I I think, but you're right. I think when we start looking at week eight and nine, I mean, there's that stretch where it's three of four games are on the road. You've got the New England game, the Seattle game, and the Dallas game with the New York Giants at home. Like that is that is a tough little slate there. So I think it's going to be interesting to kind of see where this team's at. I mean, you, I mean you, got, you, got, you, got, you got five of seven on the road if you go from Atlanta yeah. all the way to Dallas. So yeah, you're right. That's going to yeah. be a tough stretch, like you said. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think uh, our, as far as expectations go, I mean, you look at over the over-under. I mean, I think the over-under is six and a half for wins um, for the Commanders this year. So, I, I think there, there's not obviously high hopes for this team uh, as far as league-wide. And, and in my opinion, that's not a bad thing. I mean, if I'm, you know, from the commander's fan point of view, I think you go, look, I like being under the radar. I like, you know, trying to get this core to really continue gelling. And then, hey, maybe you go make some uh, a couple really solid picks in the next year's draft. And then we're starting to attack the, for the division again because and all the fans are back because they've put a great experience now at FedEx Field and all this sort of stuff. So I, I, I think there's nothing wrong with kind of laying in wait, playing spoiler, you know, winning, getting a few games. Maybe you beat the Cowboys, you know, uh, uh, both times. I mean, maybe you never know. Right. And right. so, like, I, I think there's nothing wrong with being the spoiler team that's definitely not destined for the playoffs, but um, still has a decent season. So, w- if six and a half is the, you know, over under, I, I mean, <sighs> I'm trying to think what I want to go here. I mean, I uh, se- seven wins seems attainable. I mean, this was a seven and ten team last year, right? So, um, I, I I feel there, like how about, how about this? How about this? I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna go through very very quickly the schedule and maybe it'll yeah. change your mind for what you think. Okay, I think these oh, are geez. these are gonna be wins. All right. Okay, you think these are wins? Gotcha. Arizona, win. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. Denver, I think it's a win. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay, because uh, I think they're still gonna be growing pains with uh, with Russ and Sean Payton. That so Thursday I, night football, Chicago. What are you thinking there? I'm actually gonna try to go to that game. To be honest with you. Uh, so okay, okay. So Arizona, Denver, win, win. Yeah, okay. So two. Buffalo loss. Philly probably yeah. loss. Um, yeah. Chicago. I think it's going to be a win. Uh, I, yeah, screw the Bears. I hate yeah. the Bears. That's three. <laughs> so three right three. there. Atlanta. Yep. I think it's a win. I'm not even really. Uh, yes, I think Atlanta is going to be a win because I think they're my division winner. <laughs> yes, but you have to th- you have to put it this way though. 
the yeah, the that's uh, a bad division. The, the Commanders slash Redskins have uh, have the one of the best run defenses, I would say, in the yeah, entire. Yeah, and yeah. that's the main Agreed. guy they're going to try to go through is B. John Robinson. So I think that's going to be a win. Okay, so, right there. That's, so that's four. That's four. I'm not even going to consider the New York or Philly game yet. New England, I think it's a win. I think Mac Jones is garbage. Okay, Seattle loss. Right. Uh, New York Dallas. I'm not going to go over those. Miami loss. And then I think if you go with uh, L.A., that could be a win. We'll see. That's, that's kind of 50-50 for me. So that could be six. Then, yeah, but you have New York and San Fran. I think San Fran, honestly, is going to do uh, one of those, oh, we're going to sit our starters bit. No, they also get banged up like crazy anyways. Yeah. Um, and that's a home game, so they have to come across the country, which I think they're going to kind of give everyone kind of the day off because they're probably going to win their division. So you look at six right there, and I already dis- I, I didn't really discount, but there's also six conference games, or excuse me, division games. So say you win, I don't know what, three of those, half of them. I think that's doable. You know? Okay. So right there, that's nine. Now I, I, so I you're going woof. I think so it's you're going not, I think it's nine, nine and eight. eight. Nine and eight. I think wow. nine and eight. You think this team is gonna get two more wins than last year's team? Well, I mean, let's okay. be honest here. Taylor okay. Heineke was was quarterback yeah, last year. That was your year. boy. God, yeah. I can't say <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, okay. he might be playing for the Falcons at that point. Who knows? Yeah. Um Oh, by the yeah, way, I, I like the positivity. I did I I I tried one of my buddies who loves Taylor Heineke, I tried to get him to make a bet. Because he said, oh, yeah, I bet he's going to get, by week four, he's going to be the starter in Atlanta. And I said, put 100 bucks on it. We'll see. And he was like, I'm not going to do that. And I said, well, you're the one who made the bet. And it's, yeah. uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't like sweats like we do. Yeah, okay. Not, I mean, <laughs> nine and eight is it interesting. I mean, I, I wonder what the odds are for the, the win total there. I mean, you might want to throw at least a couple bucks on that just I mean, in case. Can I, can I edit that? Am I allowed to do that? I'm not, I'm yeah, not. I mean, you can do a win total, uh, like see, an alternate win, win total. Win total. Just go straight up. Nine wins. Man, DraftKings, come on now. You got to work faster, man. I got some decent internet here. All right, here we go. Going to futures. Going to. Uh, it's got to be like an alternate or wins. Win Here's wins. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Go to W. It's scroll all the way down. All right, here we go. Nine and a half is plus 475. So I, I mean, eight, you know eight, eight and a half is plus two seventy five. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I th- I feel like you got to do that. All right, over eight and a, over eight and a half is plus three ten for uh, for a FanDuel. Wow, Man, but I'm not doing that. Just screwing me here. Yeah, but, over six and a half is still plus money, plus one hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna do eight and a half. Screw it, let's do it. All right, Mike's doing the eight and a half. So I'm going seven and ten. I think same record as last year, um, but I, I'm I think there is going to be signs of improvement. While the record may be the same, I think there's going to be improvements made on the field. I think obviously from a, a, a front office standpoint, like ownership standpoint, I think it's going to be a fun year for for commanders fans. And and uh, so yeah, I, I think it's not going to be a wasted effort. But they're yeah, they're certainly not winning the division, that's for sure, or even getting a wild card. I mean, yeah. trust me, uh, the, the 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 Twitter hype is a little insane for <laughs> from some some fans. Um, so we'll move into another you know another little. We're always doing something. <laughs> um, we've got a new challenge for the season here. By the way, Survivor comes back uh, in a couple weeks, I Wednesday heard. nights. I that's heard. my show. Season forty-five. I, jeez, I haven't watched since like season thirty-seven. I've been watching every year, pretty I, much. I love it, but I just, I just, I just best show on TV. I don't have a best cr- host, Jeff Probst, best reality TV show host. Dude, how much best work? Th- throw your Chris done. Harrison out the window. It's Jeff Probst, Chris Harrison. Yeah, what's the other guy? Uh, Phil. Uh, what's what's Phil's last name? The guy from Amazing Race. Phil. Oh, uh, see, I never watched Amazing Race. Yeah, Phil. Yeah. Uh, Phil. That's his name. Yeah, Phil, Phil the future. Um, yeah, no, Jeff Probst, best best TV host. I mean, it, it's unbelievable how much work that guy does. Yeah, they do two. I mean, they do two seasons a year. Uh, there's a spring one and then a fall one. And like, where uh, does he stay when they're on their island? Was he there's like a resort oh, or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're in Fiji right now, so like they're Ooh. doing like every season on the same island now since COVID. So it's literally just they're just recycling like the same island. So they're oh, wow. probably just yeah, they got like probably a great little resort right now. Now it's you remember it used to be 39 days. Now it's like 24 or something. Like it's way shortened now. That's lame. Uh, or 26. Why? Right, 26 days. 
again because of COVID. I think they just like the way the filming schedule had to be. But like, I don't know. It's just way shorter now. It's crazy. So I'm sure there's less people then, right? No, same people. But it's like now you have to make alliances super quick. You gotta like make gut react. Uh, like you, you can't just sit around thinking about decisions now. You gotta like decide things. Best quick. season ever was the Amazon one, where I think Ethan might have won or something like that. Where uh, they were out in like Africa or something like that, and then sure. they had like, um, like it was like a, a, a circle of like I don't know, like not barbed wire, but it was like sticks and stuff like that. Like it was, it was like a circle, like a little fort yeah. they made, and they had like one tree in the middle, and they had like I don't know, I, I don't, I, I'm, I can't, I mean, it's been a long. Well, dude, that was like that was like season three. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Best season is uh, Heroes versus Villains. That's a good um, one. Uh, Rupert, yeah, there's. Yeah, yeah, my guy, my guy. Rupert. Is he alive? Oh, uh, he's still alive. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of people are dying lately. So some I, people I, are. Yeah, like <laughs> the old Rudy from season one is dead now. I <laughs> well, no, I mean, uh, I think he was dead twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, I think he was pretty old. Um, <laughs> I think he was dead. Yeah, I don't even really think he made it to the the finale. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> Uh, we're going with uh, Survivor Challenge here for this NFL season. So we're always doing you know, spreads and things like that, all this different stuff. But uh, I know Mike's a fan of the Survivor Challenge type uh, pick. And so I decided, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll hop in here. So we're doing a uh, Survivor Challenge. Of course, you guys know how that works every week. You're making picks uh, as far as uh, the team to, to stay alive. Um, you know, And then once you use them, they're out. So... Uh, you know, and, and we're calling it a six pack challenge because we decided, hey, let's make it a little fun. The winner will, uh, the loser will buy the winner a uh, six pack of their favorite beer. So nice and nice and easy there. Um, all right, so I will go first. I decided to go with the Minnesota Vikings for week one. They're taking on the Bucks. The Bucks are obviously going to be taking a quite a step back. Uh, the Vikings are and my, my thinking here is the Vikings are one of those teams always where it's like, you never know if you're getting good Kirk cousins or bad Kirk cousins from week to week. Right. Um, right. He'll, he'll look great. He'll look bad. So I'd rather take them early in a game that I figure super winnable, especially at home. Uh, you know, Minnesota, you know, they love the, the, always pack the stadium there. So I'm going with the Vikings over the Bucks. So Vikings will be out for me, and I'm fine with that, that they're going to be my first pick here. So obviously, as some people who don't know about this, Survivor Challenge, as Ben said, you pick one team, and then you can't pick them the rest of the season. So I became in love with Survivor Challenges because I was in a group of like 65 people or something like that, and there was a Survivor Challenge that I did like two years ago and I ended up cashing in and made the entire season without rebuying in because you're allowed to rebuy up to the fifth uh, week, but you had to like multiply the entry. Um, sure. So it was kind of like, you know, you're paying 50 bucks to get back into a $10 entry thing. But uh, I ended up winning that one and cashed in a ton of money. I mean, it was, nice. it, it was awesome. Uh, Cause it was kind of, and I, and I, I did a couple, you know, sleepers and stuff like that. And like kind of not sleepers, but I would say like, a little bit of risky plays around week oh, 10. Oh, yeah, throughout the season. In order to win a challenge like this, like you do have to have some pretty lucky weeks where, like, hey, yeah. you're going to go with the underdog here and, and see what happens sort yeah. of deal. So I ended up getting lucky in the last, like, three weeks were all almost shoe-ins. I mean, literally, like, they were, like, 10-point favorites and whatnot. Uh, and also, you know, like, quarterbacks were hurt and all that kind of stuff, so it was kind of crazy. Yeah. But my pick this week, I'm getting it out of the way. I'm going with the Commanders. I think, okay. I think we're not really going to have – too many easy wins. I think this is going to be an easy win because I mean they're they're starting. I don't even know who the hell they're starting. And they, they even announced it yet for the the Cardinals. Um, so it's like you're looking at it and saying so. they, they they are trying to you know have either Josh Dobbs or I don't know Carter Toon or whatever the hell the guy's name is <laughs> over there. Uh, you know, start in Arizona and, and everyone in Arizona is like we're out. Yeah, Dobbs is right now on the depth chart is number one as a starter. He literally just joined the team like a week ago. So it's like yeah. there's zero chance that they lose this game. And I'm literally guaranteeing a win here. Um, but, again, like Ben said, you never know what's going to happen. You might get lucky here and there. Uh, but if I do lose or if Ben loses in week one, uh, then we'll have to have a rebuy and make it a 12-pack. So yeah, my no, pick exactly. is that's, – That's how you rebuy. If you <laughs> To rebuy in. And we'll we'll do a cutoff, like you said, like by week five or week six or whatever. So a case. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah, it, 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 literally the the buy in is adding another six beers to to the to the thing. So that's how you buy okay. back in. 
Um, so, yeah. So you're going Commanders. I'm going uh, the Vikings. And, yeah, I, I think I, I feel comfortable with both of these picks here. Like, I feel like yeah. – uh, um, it's a good solid start because yeah, you're right. I mean, the strategy here is you do have to really figure out where like, you don't want to leave yourself with all underdogs in the last few weeks of the season. Yep. Uh, you got to kind of make some of those stealthy picks throughout the year. So we'll see what happens. Um, and then of course we will be bringing back, uh, you know, the money line this season. Um, this is not going to be the money line, uh, today. This is kind of like a casual money line today. Um, where we're going to just give you some picks, but we're not going to start tracking them until next week because uh, we want to wait for the season really to like kind of fully kick off. Um, but as far as some, some of the picks and, and some of the things I was looking at, uh, as far as like dogs, I mean, I really like the Lions plus six and a half against the Chiefs. Yep, I mean, me, even me if too. I wasn't a Lions fan, I feel like I like that pick. I mean, I, I do think there's, you know, obviously, I, I don't know if the Lions are going to necessarily win this game, but I do like the idea of them. Uh, being able to cover that six and a half, maybe a backdoor cover, yeah, yeah. Because I think also like keep in mind like week one, you, you, a lot of weird things happen. Week one, teams aren't fully ready to go; they're not settled in. Um, you know, maybe the Chiefs uh, because they're going to be celebrating last year's thing. Like maybe <laughs> their head's not fully in it for yeah. week one too. Sometimes, um, so yeah, I, I really like the Lions covering the six and a half there. And then as as far as my lock. I'm buying into the the hype train for sure, but for good reason with Colorado uh, and, and Nebraska. I mean, Colorado only being I mean being a two and a half point favorite against Nebraska is interesting because I did watch that full Nebraska game last week. I got my buddy Ian, uh, who's been on the show, who's a big Nebraska fan, yeah. and I I just feel like uh, I I feel like Nebraska is, is not looking that great to start the year. Meanwhile, Colorado's obviously looking very good. So I love Colorado minus two and a half against Nebraska. Well, remember that Matt Rule, who is now the Nebraska head coach, yep. he has in the past uh, at his previous colleges has been terrible in the first season. Then the next two seasons, he increases his win total every single time because he gets his full recruiting class in there and all that kind of stuff. So maybe yeah. Nebraska might have a year next year. We'll see. So my yeah. lock is with the NFL. I'm going with the Ravens over Houston at uh, 10 points. Uh, minus 10, I'll go with that. Uh, I mean, Houston's terrible. If C.J. Stroud goes out there and performs at all, uh, we'll, we'll see. But they're in Baltimore. Everyone's healthy for the most part. Lamar Jackson's got a new deal. So I'm going to go with them winning by double digits. Uh, and then this funny story with my dog is Texas State plus 11 and a half at uh, San, Texas San Antonio because Texas State just upset Baylor and oh, that was right. that was crazy because they upset Baylor and they scored over 40 points. I mean they 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 demolished Baylor. So it's kind of crazy. So I'm going to go with my elementary school mascot the Bobcats over the Roadrunners as my dog 11 and a half. All right. So, you know, as far as college football, I mean, uh, we were talking about it before the show. Yeah, I mean, week one, not great. I mean, besides the Colorado TCU game, which was so fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, just team going back and forth. I mean, here's the, here's one thing, though. It's like obviously not taking anything away from Dion and, and, and Colorado. That's a big game against a top 20 team. But let's remember, this is not the TCU from last year. I mean, it's not. They have like two or three of the same starters from that team that was in the, uh, you know, in the final four there. So, like, you know, let's just remember that. But it is still, again, a top 20 team. Huge win to have on the resume, especially for a Colorado team that, yeah, won one freaking game last year. So, like, yeah. to start off your season like that, that was fun. And then you had just some clunkers. I mean, Mississippi, <laughs> 73 to 7 against Mercer. <laughs> Oregon, 81 to 7 against Portland State. Who, what was the game where the guy was crying? The coach was crying on the sideline. Was that the, because they lost? Was that the, was that the Oklahoma game? Well, um, Arkansas State and Oklahoma, I think it was 70. Three to nothing, or something? like the head coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was seventy-three nothing. I think the head coach was like from Arkansas State was like crying on the sideline. I'd be crying too if if my ass <laughs> just got beat. I mean, yeah, I mean they got destroyed. Yeah, they're the seventy-three nothing. That's a huge one. And then you had some games that like looked like they were gonna be pretty good that that yeah. really weren't. I mean, <laughs> I think uh, you know, namely 
that UNC NC State game was something where it was kind of like, oh, maybe this is going to be a good good game. UNC wins thirty one seventeen. We were talking about you know the Florida State game that was close for a little bit, and then Florida State ran away with it. Uh, I was kind of hoping San Jose State would give Oregon State a game. They did not. Forty two seventeen. Bama was went one big. Um, you know, Penn State. Uh, I was hoping West Virginia would give them a pretty good game. Thirty eight fifteen. So we're hoping. Hopefully, week two. In 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 college football gives us something else. I mean, I'm looking at the slate here. Mississippi Tulane might be pretty good. Um, we're talking about yeah. two top 25 teams. Um, besides that, I, I, Texas Alabama. I mean, obviously that that should be a great be, one. That should be a good one. Uh, Is that at four thirty or eight o'clock? That's a seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Okay, uh, yeah. So yeah. and I think they're in Tuscaloosa, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. So that that should be pretty good. Besides that, I mean Stanford at USC. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like USC USC is still just so damn good. Yeah. I think they'll run away with that. Um, I wonder. So, what, I wonder what the uh, the odds are on betting on USC as a, the champion this year. I don't know, but I I mean I loved that team last year. I mean, I, again, my big bit is I record every single college football game that airs on TV through YouTube TV, and then I just watch them quickly. Like I fast forward through all the commercials, right. and I'll usually do the skip ahead, so I'm just watching each snap basically. Like I'm not like all the stuff in between plays. Like I skip through that, and you you know I can zoom through these games pretty easily. I mean, um, and I love just watching through them. I mean, this weekend. Wasn't a whole lot to enjoy. I mean, we were talking on text. Like, I, I did watch the Tech game uh, the next day and things like that. Right. And, you know, some things to like about uh, Grant Wells' performance. Like, I think, like, there were some really nice moments. Um, there were some not-so-nice moments, but, I mean, overall, a win's a win. So, I think you'll take that in week one. There you go. US, um, USC plus 1,400 to win the national championship. I mean, I wouldn't mind throwing a couple bucks on that. So, why not? The commander's over eight and a half. And the US- <laughs> <laughs> I still have that in my bed slip. Plus five hundred. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. That's, That's you got an interesting slip there. I mean, I still have. I feel like uh, there was one sw- other sweat that I had for um, over sixty nine and a half wins. Detroit Tigers was uh, it huh. was minus money though. It was minus one hundred five when I placed it. I guess, um, but that I mean that. That should hit. I think they're at sixty-three. Yeah, sixty-three. I think so. Yeah. So you know that that'll hit. That was like my only. And then I have my 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 Europe winning the Ryder Cup plus uh-huh. one forty. Hey hey, uh, if you go Oregon, Bo Nix, Bo Nix thirty-five hundred. Oh okay, thirty-five hundred. Jeez. I want to throw something. I like I like these futures where I can actually pay attention to a team that I usually right. wouldn't pay right. attention to. No, 100%. You can like be, be rooting for them in different scenarios and all that sort of stuff. Uh, before we wrap the show, we'll, we'll hit up the uh, trivia, Mike's Trivia Corner, as we like to do, as uh, I usually get the questions wrong. But you can play along at home. What, so, what question do we have? So every, everyone knows that, you know, our, our typical format. Now, we're, we're switching it up a little bit. We're going to have the bookends of the fun stuff. Uh, so we start and end the show with the most fun thing. So yeah. uh, from now on, if that's all you give a S about, then just either wait and then fast forward or do something like that. Um, <laughs> so here we go. I'm going to reword this question because it is somewhat uh, easy. Uh, and I think you would easily get it if I read it okay. just, just outright. So the DC Sports Trivia Question of the Week. What 2000 film is loosely based on a story of the 1987 Redskins? I took out like maybe seven words there. 2000 film. Yes. Loosely based on the Redskins. Now, if you're having trouble, I can read the entire thing and just leave out the (sighs) actor's name. I would like... I'm trying to think if I want to get like... But probably if you reveal an actor name, it will probably make it too obvious. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, read the entire thing. You said so you can read it with and leave out the actor. Yes. Name. Okay, yeah, go ahead and do that. What 2000 sports comedy film is loosely based on the story of the 1987 Redskins? So I sports gave you the genre. Comedy. There you go. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 
sports com- well yeah i would hope it would be a sports comedy if it's based on the redskins well it could be a, a um, sports movie like the remember the titans isn't really like a sports comedy you know yeah true um i do ha- i i had one pop into my mind um and i'm not 100% sure if it's right cuz it's to me it seems like it came out earlier than 2000 and that's what's throwing me off cuz 2000 it's such a weird year because it's like is it a 90s movie or is it a 2000s movie it's like <laughs> 2000 like how many movies came out on freaking 2000 millennium um Backstreet I'll, I'll Boys. throw i'll tell you an actor name that came to my head because i feel like they're in this movie okay and i just need so that my question will be is this person in the movie all right just give me yeah. a yes or no yep keanu reeves yes because I'm picturing <laughs> Keanu Reeves as a football player, and I believe it's the replacements. Yes, correct. Okay, all right, all right. That, okay. that was a, that was the actor's name. That you was notice that question. it's not. You notice. Uh, I don't know where my uh, bell is, but um, there it is. Yeah, got when a it's coin. not a when it's not a straight up uh, sports question. When it's a movie question, <laughs> that, that that's when your boy performs. I what guess. 2000 uh, sports comedy film starring Keanu Reeves is loosely based yeah. on the story of the 1987 Redskins, The Replacements. Gene Hackman, Gene Hackman in that movie as well. Nigel Gruff. Yeah, we just watched... Uh, <laughs> that's not the real the name Royal, of the guy. The Royal Tenenbaums, where it's Gene Hackman was in as well. So Gene Hackman was kind of on my mind, actually. Um, Dude, he's, he's, so, he's awesome. Gene Hackman's a legend. And he, he's a legend because he also like he quit acting... Like uh, forever, like you know, ten years ago or whatever it was, and now he just yeah, he just like lives his life. He's rich. He lives out somewhere remote. I feel like, yeah. um, like Arizona or I don't know somewhere. And he just like yeah, he just is living his life. He's not in the public eye anymore. Here's a question he for just you: Does his own thing? What movies are his better ones? Are they war movies slash action, or are they uh, more sports? Or are oh, man, they... He's been in some solid sports movies. Because I can name a lot of different roles he's had. Yeah. You know, he's, like, no, you're right. He was multifaceted. I mean, because like, he was in kind of like, yeah, action-type movies. I mean... Behind Enemy the, Lines. What is it? The French Connection is like the big one that he was in like when he was younger. Um, yeah, Behind Enemy, enemy Lines. And then you have like, yeah, like your Hoosiers yeah. and things like that for the sports. Runaway side. Jury. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I think... Because there's something about the Gene Hackman, like, angry voice or whatever. Like, there's something about We're going like, to get you, son! We're going to get you! That, like, stern action voice from Gene Hackman, where I, I think, like, those are probably my favorite. <laughs> but I will say sports Gene Hackman is solid. Uh, I mean, yeah. Hoosiers is, is a fantastic movie. It's one of the best sports movies of all time. Um, and so, like, yeah, no, hell of an actor, dude. Like, no, that guy... Um, Behind Enemy Lines killer. is such an underrated film. Now, yeah. it's not the best produced film. I will say that as like an, a war yeah. movie or something like that. But that was like Owen Wilson before Owen Wilson became Owen Wilson. You right, know, right, right. that was like him like in a totally different role. Because now Owen Wilson's you know Vince Vaughn's buddy, like you know doing yeah. the you know the Wedding Crashers and all that kind of stuff, the internship, all that stuff. But you're yeah. thinking about it, that was him when he was in a totally different role like just entering into acting i think no no yeah no like he he did uh so he and he and his and luke did some movies with wes and like their first movies were uh, wes anderson movie called like bottle rocket or something like that <laughs> and then like yeah and then like he's done he's done like every you know wes anderson movie basically but then he's also yeah he did the comedy stuff but he's done a few serious roles too no i agree i think I mean, there's another guy, hell of an actor, Owen Wilson. Well, here's here's another question, real real fast before we end here. Now, I like we're going into the, to acting. Now, what's the handicap for like like what's what's the the, the spread right here on yeah. Owen Wilson versus Luke Wilson? Like three and a half for Owen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think Owen definitely has an edge, but I mean. I think Luke Wilson is underrated. Yeah, I think that guy is is actually old like school, legally blonde. Deal. I mean, yeah, I mean, think, yeah, dude, think about it. Think about it, old school. I mean, just like in that movie. I mean, like, uh, man, yeah. I think I think the gap is is a lot smaller than some people might think. Yeah, uh, between those two, because I think I think Luke Wilson honestly is really solid. What was the one he was in that? Wasn't he in that weird horror movie where like, like it's like a. I'm gonna have, I know there was a movie that he was in that was called Idi- Idiocracy. Well, yeah, he's he's really good in that too. I, I only watched um, about thirty minutes of that, and I couldn't watch anymore. 
Yeah, I mean it's it's a weird movie. But I feel like he was in a I feel like he was in a horror movie too. I remember seeing. I'm scrolling through. All right, let me look at Luke Wilson's filmography here. Um, because Owen Wilson's in bigger movies, but yeah. Luke Wilson is in big movies, but he's just like a subtle like like a slider coming out. Like he was in know. Charlie's Angels. He was yep. in Legally Blonde. Yep. Uh, he was in Old School, obviously. Legally Blonde Two. He was in Stuck on You. Uh, hey, he was in Anchorman. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was one of the the anchors. He was in uh, for a different channel. You, there was definitely a horror. Yeah, Idiocracy, Blades of Glory. He was in there. <laughs> Vacancy. That's the horror movie he was in. A, a married couple becomes stranded at an isolated motel and finds hidden video cameras in their room. They soon realize that unless they escape, they'll be the next victims of a snuff film. Yeah, it was him and Kate Beckinsale. The movie only has like a six out of ten. On uh, <laughs> hey, he was in Three Ten to Yuma. Luke, Luke Wilson. I remember. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. That. Oh yeah, he um, wait, that was a yeah. See, look again. Once again, he was in the part that was like five minutes long, where they were yeah. they were they had uh, what's his face, um, uh, the guy. Uh, I can't think of the the, the yeah. name of it. He also played Roger Goodell in that concussion movie. <laughs> I never watched that movie yet. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's not very. But overall, like, um, like we're saying, he's like a yeah. really good supporting actor that comes in. He's a role player. Yeah, yeah. He he's, ain't, he's, he's not the fastball. He's a six man, but he's, he's a, a six man. Yeah, he's he's a nice slider with a two and one count that you're trying to trick up the batter with. He's a six man of the year <laughs> for sure. Like he's he's definitely like he 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 provides valuable minutes, does his job. For sure, yeah. Valuable Who minutes. knew that we would be talking about Luke Wilson at the end of this episode? <laughs> um, we start with Costco. We end with Luke Wilson and we some sports in the middle there. Um, we are glad to be back here. Um, looking forward to another great football season. Hopefully... Um, you know, hopefully you guys have some some bets going yourselves. Oh, if you yeah. want to throw any uh, you know, throw any bets our way, let us know at the DC Crossover and at Cerrone sixteen. You can also comment, of course, on the YouTube or the TikTok, the DC Crossover Podcast Talk. And uh, you know, besides that, we will uh and I do have our boy John Z. Oh, right he's loaded here. up. Yeah, loaded up. I added him to the new the new dude, iPad, they, so. the commanders play the Bears. Thursday night, we we have to get him on, dude. The infamous, I mean, the, the best part <laughs> was never make an appearance. The, be, the, the best part was is that we wanted to get him on and like not talk about sports at all, but say we were going to talk about the Bears and then talk yeah. about like his best deep dish pizza. <laughs> yeah, I want to know everything about his life. Like, does is he trapped somewhere? Like, he's always just stuck in the same room. It's like, is he able to leave that room or not? I'm going to reach out know. to him. Yeah, about, might as well. About four uh, four weeks. <laughs> John Z. Take us out. DC crossover 154 in the books. I've seen his life and I've seen it burn. Screwed the bears and 